This is Jesse Ventura. You're listening to Children of the Adams. Hello, everybody. We're back. Again. Yes. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for uh, once again checking out the show. Or if it's your first time, especially, thank you uh, for checking out the show. Uh, you can find us on our home on the web at adamsnerds.com. That is A-D-A-M-S-nerds.com. For all the uh, you know the backlog of the podcast, there there are a myriad. And there's some so, good ones. There, yeah, there are some good ones. Uh, and today's uh, should be a good one. This is a movie that, shockingly, I, I don't know how we haven't done it yet. We, we've done its sequel. We, we've done a couple of its sequels. You know what I mean? Yes. Like in one form or another. But uh, you know, it, it, with the the passing of Carl Weathers, this really kind of hit it home that we should finally get to uh, 1987's Predator, starring. Uh, Again, Carl Weathers and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse Body Ventura. I mean, writer director Shane Black's in there. Looking <laughs> somehow, there's just a whole lot of stuff. Van Damme at one point was in this movie yeah, before yeah. he got recast. We'll, we'll so it was, it. Yeah, very interesting movie. And uh, you were saying too, like even for for 1987, this one just had a monster haul at the box office, right? Yeah. So I remember when when this was coming out, I, because I was very much into WWF wrestling at the time, <laughs> and. Yeah. I remember watching like Saturday morning superstars of wrestling. You know, you'd have yeah. Vince McMahon posting and with Jesse the Body, and at that time, like Jesse was always wearing the Predator T-shirt, and he would always come on there like claiming he's like, "Oh, this should read Ventura's Predator," <laughs> you know, stuff. It was really ridiculous. But I remember ta- hearing about it and thinking, "Man, I've got to see this movie." So I was very excited yeah. as a kid, like when this thing was was showing up. But you're right. So this thing for '87. You know, Schwarzenegger was, he was known. He was a, certainly a known quantity at this time. He had done Terminator. He'd done Commando, uh, you know, Conan, that kind of stuff. But this was like his really, like his big break here. Like he was going to do a really big budget film, big budget action film with a lot of big action stars. And man. Yeah, you're right. Because before this, they were all kind of small budget, like Conan the Destroyer, small budget, first Terminator, small, Red Sonja, Commando, like all, yeah. Rob Deal even. Yeah, just tiny. Besides Terminator, but, like he wasn't known for anything else except working for those or doing those types of films that, that right. weren't like, commer- they were, I would almost say like because they're cults now, they were almost cultish back then where people were like, oh yeah, I like this because it's like this this whole thing, like the eighties was just known for this machismo thing. And, and Stallone and Schwarzenegger really epitomized that during the eighties. We've certainly talked about that on prior podcasts, but like, this is, this is the film that really launched Schwarzenegger into the stratosphere, uh, and made him a superstar of the eighties and rolled him into the nineties. Uh, like, oh yeah, because after this, I mean, you know, Running Man, Twins, Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop, T two, like dude, T2, the list yeah. just goes like, on, he, and on, like and on. this was the big yeah. one until T two really hit. I mean, Twins is arguably it was it was a big hit, yeah, very different type of film, but yeah, until T two, like this was like his high point. Yeah, and yeah, it just like I said, it just. I even I, him. I'd even give him Total Recall too. Is, is still you yeah, know that's a, that's on, a good on his one. way yeah. up. Yeah, I forgot about one that. of her homes I mean, finest. And that, I God, I love that film too, though. It's so and, uh, so good. We covered that recently, everyone. You can go back and check that out. And yeah. uh, and also, uh, thank you, Governor, for the intro on this one. It's it, it's kind of weird to me how sometimes, like you know, we like it just lines up where we get you know we have someone like that just, you know <laughs> yes. on the intro. Like, is it ever weird to you that Jesse the Body welcomes people to the show? I I love it. Like, it's absolutely too, fantastic. It's so, so strange. That yeah. Somebody would take that amount of time, you know, because you know they're. they're, they're 
they're like, who are you guys? You know, but they're like, yeah, <laughs> right. I will, I will take a mere 10 seconds out of my life to do some, some intro for you. So it was fantastic. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. And it, it just adds a little flavor to the show. It does. It's pretty nice. <laughs> and it, like you said too, he, uh, like there was a bit of a rivalry between he and Schwarzenegger, like in the, I, I it's, this is one of those movies to where it's backstory is almost more fascinating than the movie. Oh, it's, man. Like, it, and the movie itself, it, it's one of my all time favorites. Like hands down, like, you know, like Brian was getting at it. It's one of Schwarzenegger's best movies. It's just, it's such a classic. There's so many just iconic scenes in this, but the backstory of this one, if, if you're unaware is so fascinating. <laughs> like it's this movie. Yeah. It's almost like there's some stuff like you, you, you almost don't want to believe it because you're like, oh, this can't be the way things were. Like it's like some Tropic Thunder level kind of fucking yeah, weird shit. Yeah, somebody needs to write a tell-all just about everything that went on like this because there's some great stories you can find online about this stuff. Like especially, I mean, just so you look at the cast, right? You got Schwarzenegger leading this cast. You got Jesse the Body, Bill Duke, Carl Weathers. You know, yeah. Sonny Landham. I mean, there's some great stories about that guy. Legendary tough guy. Like, it, if you needed a, a tough guy in the 80s or, like, you know, <laughs> yes. a, a gigantic goon who could terrify you, it was Sonny Landham. Yes. Like, fucking hands down. Yeah. Scary almost. But, yes, uh, absolutely. You had, like, these characters, and you know, and these people are all so, you know, just ultra machismo. <laughs> the stereotypical bet. It's like if you took a G.I. Joe action set and made him come to life, like, in like, fucking, here you go, kids. Like, like, you can't make this up. Like, unless you live through the 80s and if you're if you're a younger generation, <laughs> like, it's really real. Because look at you look back at the toys we played with. You had He-Man, yeah. G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. you know, all these people who were like all these body molds that were just like so fantastically built. Like, it was so <laughs> strange to look back on and say, what was it about that decade that said this is all about the muscle clad dude? You know, I don't I don't know. Um you know, but that, that's the generation we grew up in and we enjoyed it. Yeah. And, you know, when you got to see those characters on screen, I mean, you were just all about it. I, cause I, I'm sure I've talked about it on the show so many times about when I was watching HBO as a kid, I, I just lived for the moments when Commando would come on or Rambo would come on. Predator yeah. would come on. Any of the movies that were we talked about, any Van Damme movies, any of them, you just live for it because that's... You, the eighties was all about the action flick and it was just, it, it defined the decade. It was great. Yeah, it did. Like it, it top to bottom too. Like, and it launched so many careers like of stars that we we're still fucking talking about today. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Even non action stars became action stars. Indeed. Bruce Willis's entire yeah. career basically was launched because he was, a, he, they cast against type and you know, Die Hard, boo. The yep. guy was an overnight... He was already a success on TV, but that made him a box office hit. Oh, yeah. Launched, yeah. Like, much like for Schwarzenegger here, that launched him yeah. in the stratosphere. Yeah. Go back and mm-hmm. listen to our Die Hard podcast. We, we really dive into that thing. It's, it's, it was a lot of fun to talk about that movie. That was an interesting one, too. <laughs> the background on that one. Yeah. Oh, boy. But, yeah. So, yeah, speaking of like some of those back, background stories, because I know you probably read all this stuff, is like all the people on this... this this cast were all just like, I'm the best, especially Schwarzenegger, right? Schwarzenegger was Mr. Olympia or whatever, yep. you know? So like everybody wanted to beat Schwarzenegger. So like everybody would show up at the gym and like Schwarzenegger would get up at the start at the gym at 5 AM and everybody start working. Then you'd have like Carl Weathers show up at like four, four in the morning, going to the gym and Jesse, the Ventura would show up with him. And once Schwarzenegger figured that out, like he'd show up at three in the morning. Like everybody was just like trying to like, Good Lord. it was just like a dick measuring contest with these guys, man. Cause they were just like, no, you're not going to outdo me so it turned out like these guys were were 
working like 14, 15, 16 hour days. And half of that was just sitting in the gym, just getting pumped yeah. for the movie. And because it, it pays off too, because of anybody on this film, I mean, I think the bodies that are shown off in this one, I think, I think Arnold number one, like he does everything to show off those biceps. And then Carl Weathers is like a, 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 a follow-up to that. And then Dude, Carl see- Weathers, like it, it's like if he took Apollo and put him through like some kind of rigorous, like whatever, whatever weird training shit they did to Henry Cavill to get him to be Superman. Yes. They did that to Apollo Creed. That's how big Carl Weathers was like as Apollo ridiculous shape. But in this movie, forget like when they're building their traps and shit and they're it's purely just gun show material. Everybody's oh, flexing that out. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Like the shape these guys are in. But what's shocking is like, like even for as good a shape as Carl Weathers was like, he still wasn't as big as, as Schwarzenegger. Like he couldn't get as big. As he he's was. a freak man in this. He, it's it's just, like an actual like mountain just man, fucking strutting and strolling along. Like there's no, like, I, I know that this film does get some criticism for, you know, Schwarzenegger as a very flat actor, like through most of his films, <laughs> he, he was, I mean, he, he, it's hard to argue against that until he actually oh, yeah. did Twins or when he was working with James Cameron, if you got to True Lies or T2, like Cameron was a good director to work with because he, he would able, he, he helped Schwarzenegger hone his craft. But like these films, they that's not what these films are about. You know, this was about, you know, showing off the muscle and the action, but this there was nobody else that could really do this movie. You couldn't. I don't think you could put Stallone in this film. I don't think it would work, or anybody else. Like half those people from Canon Film, like you, they couldn't do it because they wouldn't have the the machismo. Like Schwarzenegger just had something, especially in the '80s, that just you know made his roles special. That's what I love about him. Was there ever any like were you able to fight? Were, were they talking about casting other people for this for the role uh, initially, the lead role, the one Schwarzenegger I, played? I Dutch? couldn't find anything else. Like this was made for Schwarzenegger, as far as I could tell. Like this was really? this was you know when they were writing it, they were like, yeah, this would be a perfect vehicle for him because it's muscle muscle glad. I could be wrong because I like I said I couldn't find anything. Um, if anybody, if any of the listeners out there know any information, please you know post that. Uh, you know, give us some good info. But yeah, because I mean, it, as far as I can tell, this this is tailor made for him. I mean, it's just like, yeah. it just, like I said, I can't picture anybody else being in this role. It's just, it's so good because he was like, if I'm, if I'm measuring, I think there's probably two camps out there. There's the Stallone camp and there's Schwarzenegger camp. I was firmly in the Schwarzenegger camp as a kid. So anything like he did, like that was aces. And then, you know, Stallone was a, you know, a runner up to me. Yeah. But yeah, lots of lots of good uh, look, good backstories to this thing. You know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, should, let's, let, we should probably get into this film here. And uh, like, yeah, let's... okay. So for those that are aware, the, the the plot of this one is is a <laughs> yes. bit thin. Like it, it's. I got know. questions for you too, because I maybe you can answer them. Because I've 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 seen this movie a million times, and I probably still have questions about the plot. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot to be desired as far as that goes, but you pan over it a lot because there's giant muscles, explosions, and like it, at first it, it starts off like a typical kind of a like war movie, like something uh, Chuck Norris would have yeah. done back in the missing day. Missing in action, I mean? very uh, much like it. <clears throat> missing in action, yeah, perfect. Uh, oh, well, actually, no, I, I, I'm 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 wrong about that. The very first shot of the movie is oh, the Predator coming to Earth. You right? You are absolutely right. Great point. That it's like a forgotten Shit. scene. Yeah, because it's over in a blip. It's like two seconds. You just start off at space. You see the Earth, and then a quick little like ship shows up, and then you see a pod, kind of like uh, like a, a a a light, a streak of light shoot out from it. And we're supposed to understand that's the predator. Yeah, let me to ask Earth. you this now: Does that in any way ruin the film for you? 
knowing that what you are going to be dealing with is an alien life form that we, I mean we we're assuming it's it's an alien life form right it's it's obviously an alien looking ship it's it's falling yeah. to earth cuz I I no. I've always try to put myself in that 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 crowd or that you know if I was back in 88 and I was actually seeing this in the theaters like would I have been like did the trailers already ruin it for me or would I have been like oh yeah, how was it marketed? Do you remember the trailers for this I at all? Like, say, was it set up to be like an alien kind of movie? I feel like you knew it was an alien. Like, I, I'm I'm trying to go back yeah. to my my 11 year old self, you know, back then, 12 year old self, whatever I was, and try to think. Yeah, did I understand that this was an alien? And I I pretty certain. I oh knew yeah, it. I, I think that yeah the, the trailer yeah the trailer leads you to believe it's an alien right from yeah. jump. So maybe maybe people were already yeah. expecting that stuff. But I was wondered like, was that put in there like? Were people confused or because to me, it would have made sense to say, save that mystery. All we know is something's watching them through a heat vision. Yeah. And then you find out later that, yeah, this is not of this world, but they just. They, yeah, you're right. Because it's it's on the screen and over so quick. It almost doesn't register because it's over with just like, you know, it's like a snap. It, well, it is. And, and to your point, like we forgot about it. Like you had to bring you had to bring it to my attention. Say, <laughs> right. no, the just opening now, like, the oh, opening shit, scene right. is like, yeah, the alien being dropped off. And then. <laughs> We get to Arnold yeah. and and the great score of this film, which I just... That's what the problem is, is because the opening sort of the... Duh, 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 duh. Like, it's this big thudding, like, you know, th- this big orchestric, like, you know, uh, crescendo. And there's these helicopters coming over the horizon. You know what I mean? It's very, like, you start getting the the vibe of it all. Like, you know, you're getting pumped to see Schwarzenegger come in and kick some ass. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and then he shows up, uh, like, in a golf outfit. Like, he, he's got slacks on and a, a tucked-in red-collared shirt. It's a very weird kind of look for a bunch of guys getting off a, a couple of army helicopters but you know uh well this this we're to understand leads me to my, my one of my first plot questions of this thing <laughs> is schwarzenegger's group a group of mercenaries mm-hmm. or are they actually u.s armed forces uh because like there's there's so much in this film that leads me to believe one way and then something else is said that that you know brings me back over to the other side and says okay this is what's happening here yeah, I, I, I mean, they all they all call him Colonel, or like ma- the guys, major. No, no, major. Yeah. They all call him Major. I'm sorry, yeah, like all his guys in his squad, they they all call him Major. But you're right, there's no, they're there at the behest of uh, of an uh, of an unyet identified figure. Uh, they meet with a Colonel, and it turns out they're there to rescue some Green Berets. And then the person who actually hired them is from the CIA, uh, played by Carl Weathers, um, who is a. Uh, Dylan yes. and he and Dutch are old friends somehow. Like they Vietnam, were in the Vietnam same army. You know, yeah, they were in Vietnam together. Yeah. Then you know, Dutch went off to do his thing, and and uh, Dylan went to the FBI or CIA. And uh, this intro we have, I'm sure everyone has seen it before. It's it's beyond <laughs> it iconic. iconic. Like it's in the this. zeitgeist. It's just not going away now. Like it's part of cop. Like it's just culture. Yes. Like that's just what it is. It's like the the it, big bulging. It represents like, you know, the eighties, as we were talking about. I mean, yeah. that is what it was about. Yeah, the super high five. Like you know, that's how the big bang started. Basically, was these two <laughs> dudes just fucking coming together, bicep to bicep, and there's so much baby oil on these two <laughs> arms. Like in this shot, it's ridiculous, but it's iconic. Like it sets the tone for the movie because you know right away, like oh shit, like how is this starting off? Like what's yeah, these are, are two bros, here, you know? and you know, but there, but there's some friendly competition there because it's not only just high fiving, but it turns into an like arm wrestling match with no table, a mid air arm wrestling like, match, which I, which I think would be terrible. For oh your man, shoulders. Yes. I don't know. Like, because I'm just waiting because I'm watching and watching, and I'm like, uh, Carl, you need to stop this because you're gonna rip your shoulder right out of its socket. 
Yeah. I'm saying my dainty little shoulders would have been oh, done man. like two my seconds. My hand so would have no been done because you would have crushed it. Like, like a, oh, yeah. I, I had a folded like cheap laundry, man. man. Yeah, Fucking just crumbled. You know, you, I mean, are, Either one of those 80, guys. 80s, yeah. yeah, 80s Arnold walking up to me with a, with a fierce look on his face would make me piss my pants. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, but that's pretty much all, about all the setup we get plot wise. Well, well, like, is that little yeah, intro, they, and then within seconds, there we're on to another soundtrack and uh, a helicopter. Scene. Well, that's that's my point. It's like I, I so you're you're going on the assumption then that these are mercenaries, right? These are these are just paid soldiers coming here to do a job. Is that is that what I'm getting? Or they're like the A team, where you know they're the ones well, getting the, the job was, done, kind was of thing. Soldiers you know of mean? fortune. They were. Yeah, but but eighteen, but still on the payroll. Yeah, but they but they know? have morals. Yeah, like like this is what I like. I said I can't get is like, like they're talking. The general is talking to him and telling Who him. Who are they? He's saying he's saying okay. Here's what's happening. We got this cabinet cabinet administer. You know they they straight off course. They they got shot down, and you know you got to go rescue him. And then they're like oh. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So we'll go do that. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then once you're out there, you know, once you once you do this, you know, Dylan will evaluate the situation, take charge. So he's got to take orders from from Dylan. So I'm like, okay, so they're taking orders. So they're not really mercenaries. But just like a few lines before that, Dylan is asking Schwarzenegger's character, Dutch, saying, hey, he's like, I've heard about that job you did in. uh in, in Beirut or something, but yeah, you yeah. passed on Libya. So it's like he like he gets to pick what operations he wants to do, you know. So that's how good it's he is. Very very yeah. confusing whether whether or not. So yeah. like I'm with you. I th- I think they are mercenaries, but they're like mercenaries with morals. You know, they're not just gonna go out there and just shoot up anybody they want. They're not Blackwater. Except, you know, whoever these commandos were, they just happened upon. Like these guys could have just been chilling at their own army post, and all of a sudden. Fucking team testosterone comes rolling That's through. That's right. Yeah. That's just about it's just, it. Yeah. Why, why send in the green berets if you got these guys? <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause that, yeah, that's the whole thing is like, we find out later is that once this uh, cabinet minister got shot down, they send in this group of green berets to go find them and they go missing. So then they finally call in, right. you know, the A team in quotes, you know, Schwarzenegger's right, group it is. to go rescue everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and so in this first, uh, like after we we meet Dylan and we're properly intro to Dutch and all that, we get the basic kind of Lots, gist of yeah. their mission. Yeah, we uh, we cut to a helicopter scene. Like you know, it's very red. Uh, it's what you'd expect. It's very loud. A lot of very uh, you know intense, tough looking dudes. Just you know. Uh, talking a lot of shit to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like basically. I feel right? like that's, that yeah. probably gets a lot of things right. Cause that's probably what it's like on a helicopter with a people like that. Like they probably do talk yeah. a bunch of shit to each other. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and here, this is kind of where we're intro to the rest of the team. And you get that. There's no real, there's no wallflowers. No. On this squad. Everyone's very they all, outspoken. They all have their personality. Even, even the, even the two like silent killers, uh, with, uh, with Billy and Mac, like, you know what I mean? They're, like they even have their moments where you know they they have a bit of fun, but they're everyone else is pretty much just like Jesse the body. His character is probably talking the most shit, and well, he uh, should. Like that, I'm sure that character was like written yeah. for him. Like it, I want a yeah. wrestler in this role, somebody with a mouth. Yep, that's the man right there. Right, yeah, we got a guy right here, perfect. And then uh, Shane Black's character also uh, is probably like the second kind of most loquacious one of the group. Yeah. Right? He's like the guy who doesn't exactly fit into the group. Like you feel like he's like the tech guy. Cause he's the radio operator and all that stuff. But right. He's not like a, like a super action star, but you know, can I tell you the first time I saw this movie as a kid, I honestly thought that it was David Carradine from revenge. Are of the you Nerds. Serious? 
Because he looks just like he looks just he fucking does. like him. That's that's right. I mean, uh, <laughs> I I guess because uh, like yeah, when I first saw, it, I, I didn't know who the hell Shane Black was. It turns out, yeah, Shane Black is a pretty well known writer. As we we've talked about Lethal yep. Weapon and. Yeah, if you've seen uh, Monster Squad, you know, any of those films. Like, he, he's... Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who wouldn't go to that one? <laughs> but, yeah, it's 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 good. Like, but, he, yeah, he doesn't fit. But he, he is funny because he's, like, the one guy who's supposed to, like... He's supposed to be funny, but, he, like, nobody laughs at his jokes. Because... <laughs> Like he he tells these weird pussy jokes to to Billy, who's just like a tracker, stoic. yeah, very stoic. Just he's very stoic, he's silent. He's deadly, and you know he's trying yep. to like uh, Hawkins is, is, is as a Shane Black's character, and he's always trying to tell these weird jokes to Billy to make him laugh. And like right away, like his first joke just doesn't land, and Billy just looks at him, and you know he just like gets put in his place again. He's like go back to your comic book asshole. You know he's he's reading Sergeant Rock. I've never heard of it. oh my god he was reading a comic yeah. book on the helicopter yeah. Sergeant wasn't he? rock is like yeah I, i've never heard of yeah. it i guess it's from dc comics i'm, I'm not sure what it is yep i'm sure there's a a connection there too with shane black to that comic book too but i never looked into that might have just been like his favorite probably. wonder when he had on him or yeah, something who knows probably like yeah i want to write things in my life so yeah right yeah but yeah i like that i just gotta read i yeah, guess but speaking of like of billy yeah billy is you know, played by Sonny Landham. Another another interesting backstory to this one is before they uh, were able to sign Sonny Landham, like the uh, studio said uh, that in his contract, there has to be a, a bodyguard assigned to uh, to uh, Sonny Landham, you know, and it's not, you know, to protect him, but it was protect other actors from Sonny Landham because apparently Sonny Landham has a bad attitude and it's very hard to work with and he's like, tough violent just you'll fly off the handle sometimes so it, it's just a it's the backstories of this thing is, is just phenomenal it's just crazy that's exactly the way you want someone as big as him to <laughs> to act too because man he's a giant yeah, dude and he's a, like I, I have to say like he's probably one of my favorite characters in this film like i really love his character because he's just like he's the one who really when we get into it here he's the one who knows there's something out there he doesn't know what it is but he knows something's out there and it's not human that's that's coming after him yeah he's on it from jump like he could tell right away like something's stalking him so like uh, like the as as the whole the whole time the team's in the jungle you know they're they're trouncing about they eventually stumble upon the green berets and they they find that you know they think they're all missing but then they find them strung up and Skinned. they're all skinned yeah, and crazy. it's just man yeah it was it was a very shocking scene like at such a young age out of oh, nowhere because there's just it, it's all a jungle canopy it's all green you know what I mean and just the the skin bodies are just such a stark bright red against the green, a green backdrop it's almost assaulting like because it, it just comes out of nowhere yeah. I mean yeah when you got some yeah. some bright red uh yeah you know bloodiness to it yeah but I boy I I want to take a moment here to congratulate or just give props to the cinematographer of this film donald mcalpine i've I've never heard of the guy um i'm sure he's probably worked on a lot of other movies that i didn't know like there's just random stuff in there but man he brings the jungle to life in this film like it's just absolutely incredible you know because it's it's hard (laughs) i think to shoot in an environment like that but man the jungle itself is a character in this film like it is what the predator uses to hide and 
like you spend half the film like knowing like the predators out there and you're like looking for it when you're watching i don't know if you did that because i did that as a kid and i still do that today as like try to see if there's something you can catch in the jungle shots of like a glimmer yeah, or seeing, something seeing that yeah. uh you know that camouflage or whatever and they, they the yeah, you really don't see yeah. it except when they want you to see it but it's it's so beautifully shot that you that you like you feel like you could see it there and stuff like that it's just it's it just looks great i love the look of this film and the, and the, the shots they yeah. have like you've got crane shots going on in this thing you know the camera is moving around the jungle how do you do yeah, that in a real jungle because this this is not a fake jungle this they were really in central america you know filming this thing it's it's just yeah i, I give them all sorts of credit it's just it's fantastic yeah and uh, like the score of it too, like uh, Alvin Silvestri, oh, he did uh, Back, Back to the Future. Future. Like it's just it, it fits so well with just like and it's it's iconic it, in an action movie. You you wouldn't expect like you know like as many instruments as what you hear, but man, it fits just so well with the movie. Like Jesus, it's so well and it, done. It, it helps, yeah, because it's great music to build the tension. Like you get the bump, yeah. dun 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 dun. Like like as they're trekking through the jungle, and you know it's almost like a more actiony kind of Jaws theme to where like you know like just like the subtle nuances, like you know like the the strings that come up sometimes and things like that. Like, That's man. a fascinating uh, description of that because really, because this is a movie about predators. Okay. Jaws was about a predator. Yeah. These guys, guess, yeah. Schwarzenegger's group, they are cruising through the jungle looking for their prey. They are going out there to rescue and kill the bad guys. But at the same time, unbeknownst to them, they have something else bigger and badder watching them. I, that I've never thought of it that way. That is an excellent observation. Yeah. Man. Pretty yeah. cool. Oh boy! Yeah. So after they uh, after they find the green berets, the, the team then stumbles upon like the the quote the rebels. Like they're there to they're there to get the rebels. Like there's a there's a camp of uh of soldiers and they have uh they're supposed to have a, a CIA guy hostage there, but instead it's just uh another soldier from another camp, right? Is, no. Is so so what what it is is they say okay yeah there's this diplomat who who the cover story is that That's there's a diplomat is, on a yeah. helicopter and they straight off course and got shot down by the rebels. Uh, but, and then the, uh, so that's so, so he wasn't even on the helicopter full of green berets. The green berets were sent in to look Correct. for the first helicopter. Yeah, so that the, so the, okay. the, the, it turns out the people on the helicopter were just CII operatives working with Dylan. They were there to just like figure out uh, a way to get in there and wipe out these, co- because they're, they're supposed to be communist rebels. Okay. It's, it's pulling. Di- so they're trying to stop, they're trying to stop them in their tracks before yes, they get it's going. It's pulling kind of directly thing. from the headlines of the eighties, the Sandinistas in mm. El Salvador and stuff like that, you know, is very big during that time. So, so yeah, we were, they don't actually say it as that they're communists, but you are, if you grew up in the eighties, you understood that these were communist rebels out there. We were the Americans, you know, the capitalists fighting the good fight. We were went in there. So Dylan's job was to go in there, take these guys out. But unfortunately, his guy got captured. So he had to he had to find some people to go save his friends under mm-hmm. a cover story of no, these weren't CIA. They they weren't doing stuff they weren't supposed to. This was a a, a diplomat who was on a diplomatic mission. These guys just got shot down wrongfully. So we sent in some Green Berets. The Green Berets, as it turns out, and we find out. They were all hunted down by the the predator and killed in a big massacre. And Dylan had to come up or he may have told the same story to to Jim Hopper. That's the guy who led the Green Berets. Um, Yeah. But he he cooks up the story to Schwarzenegger's group because they apparently have discretion to what missions they take. He tells them this story that, yep, this is a diplomat. Um, 
he didn't even tell him about uh, the Green Berets. We just need somebody to go in there and save these guys because Schwarzenegger's yeah. group is a rescue. When they team. found the Green Beret helicopter, Dylan was like, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's and that's how are. you know something's afoot there, right? Because they're like, yeah, the, right, yeah. The guy who goes up there and looks at the helicopter is like, oh, there's a hell of a lot of electronics that were stripped out of this thing. It looks like a surveillance, you know, helicopter and yep. not a traveling, you know, transport yeah. bird. So. But little by little, Schwarzenegger is putting it together that something's not right. <laughs> they look at the CIA guy and he's like, huh, yeah. weird. Because he says here? the same thing about the, the Green Berets. He's like, I don't know what the hell these guys right. are doing here. They shouldn't have been here. you know. Right. And, but he blames it on the on the gorillas, you know, the, the rebels out there. They're the ones who killed them. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, uh, Sonny Landham's uh, Billy character is like, you know, hey, I can't figure out how they got ambushed. I got to find a track, you know. Yep. Who the hell skinned these guys? It's just weird. But this that just like fires up all the guys. It gets Jesse Ventura to pull out old painless. <laughs> Which is just a giant like gun that belongs on a tank, I'm guessing. A helicopter. I don't know. Like a, these are these are guns he, oh, that so he pull it right out yeah, the these helicopter. These are guns that they'll mount on Humvees or helicopters or, or C one thirties. You know, it is completely impractical. Like you could not number one, you couldn't pack this thing around the jungle. It'd be completely impractical because it weighs so much and and like you couldn't carry enough ammunition because this thing like fires. Maybe you couldn't, but the sexual tyrannosaurus <laughs> sure could. So. But I mean, the amount of ammunition that this thing spews out as quickly as it does, like his backpack would be empty in like ten seconds, and that'd be it. He wouldn't have any more ammunition. Oh and, yeah, well yeah, just wait till the later scene. And, yeah. and, the, and the other thing that this is because I found this out later as I was you know, you know, looking into this film and and looking at the practicalities of this stuff is. A gun like that requires electricity to operate. <laughs> so, like, oh damn, yeah, does it? A, yeah, to turn the barrel and do all that stuff, it requires electricity. Oh, yeah, so so man. it's it's very it's it's made up for this movie. They and actually we talked about the the same prop gun being used in the movie Scrooged, um, in that intro to that movie. Oh yeah, the one that Lee Majors yep. used, yeah. right? Same same exact prop gun from this movie. Um, but I remember re like when I used to get like. Like like I said, I was in, I was really into to um, the WWF. I used to get the the WWF magazine and all that stuff, and there would be yeah. articles about this film in the back background filming because it was all really focused on Jesse Ventura and all that stuff, and you know him carrying mm-hmm. around that big gun and stuff. And he said, yeah, it was still pretty heavy, even though it was a prop. Yeah, I'm sure. But he said it was a lot of fun. Yeah, just looking at the picture, yeah, Ventura is a big guy, and he's taking both arms to hold this yeah. fucking thing up. Yeah, it's it's something else to behold. Yeah, it was like yeah, custom made prop for this thing, and it was, but it was it's pretty cool. Like it, it's good for the movie. It it fits this movie, you know, of what it is. Cinematically, it plays it plays very nicely. Yeah. yeah. So we get back to our uh, uh, yeah, we get back to our our yeah. group. So after they deal with the rebels, there's one surviving gorilla who they decide to take as a. Oh, you don't even want to talk about the the huge explosions of this film, all the carcinogens that oh. got put into the, uh, to the atmosphere. Oh yeah, I mean, so the, the actual scene where they—if you've ever seen Commando, like the actual scene where they fight the rebels, it's fucking Commando with just with you know you got a whole bunch of John Matrixes going through instead of just. But this the is one, so much better, yeah, basically. because this is a, like, dare I say it? It almost feels slightly real more realistic because commando is just like off the wall oh, crazy especially when he lifts that truck up with no wheels and throws it down the oh, hill i love it yeah i Man. love that part yeah he's like it's not so enough good. to just like blow it up like he's gonna he's like no i'm right. gonna take this thing and roll this son of a bitch into the uh into the group it was another way for him to show off his arms too if you noticed oh yeah arnold does not miss a like when he lifted that truck yeah. to to show off those yeah arms. We'll, we'll we'll try to point out you can almost turn it into a drinking game the number of times you see those biceps 
Oh, you'd be done after the first 17 oh, minutes, man. That'd be it. <laughs> but yeah. Absolutely. But he, it. Yeah, they ambush him. Like, like the explosion's just off the charts in this film. Like, like these guys are just throwing regular frag grenades, and these things are just like yep. nuclear bombs going off. It's just crazy. Yeah. There's explosions everywhere. There's one-liners being dropped everywhere. It, meanwhile, like all the Dutch's team the whole time as they're fighting these guys, they're still talking massive amounts of shit to one yeah. another. <laughs> Like, they haven't stopped. They're just shit-talking each other left and right this whole time. I mean, time. it's got one of the great lines from this movie is, like, uh, Schwarzenegger, or not Schwarzenegger, Ventura, I'm sorry. You know, his character Blaine's, like, uh, the buddy Poncho comes up to him. He's like, you're hit. You're bleeding, man. He's like, I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> you know? And yeah. it's just, like, it's, like, you, like back in the 80s, you thought, it was like, oh, man, that's such a cool line. Now you look at it, you're just like, this is the dumbest thing anybody would say. <laughs> It's just so stupid. It's like some shit out of Roadhouse. You know what I mean? Like Dalton should have said yes. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just so yeah. off the wall, but God damn it. it Pain don't yeah. hurt. Like, oh, fuck you, <laughs> yes. man. Yeah, you just ignore it. Yeah, it's just oh. uh, it's so off the wall ridiculous. But <laughs> but at the time, though, like it's it, he couldn't have said a more perfect thing. Like, you know, there's no fucking way any other line came out of his mouth at that moment would have been yeah, anything. And I remember, like, I, as I said, they, this is these are the kind of stuff that they would promo on the wrestling show. It would be his scene yeah. like that. And you're just like, oh, so I, I knew that scene all the time. And I was like, oh, this is so fucking badass. I've got to see this movie. <laughs> oh, Jesus. How ridiculous was it? And that's just all the first few minutes. Like in this movie, too, it's 107 minutes. So it, it it's not quite two hours. But they managed to they, – they made the rebel scene like come and go pretty quick. But it was still pretty impactful. Like they, they exploded a lot of shit in just a few minutes. And then we get the Dylan's double cross. And then uh, – then they they find the, the surviving gorilla Anna. Yes. Right. Yeah. They they decide uh, yeah. he wants to take her. And why do they keep her? Because she she has info. Yeah, he, like Dylan. Yeah. That's why he wants it to keep her. It makes sense. I mean, you you go in there and you bust him. You want to you want to take some prisoners for intelligence purposes, right? You're going to take her back, interrogate sure. her. You know, whatever. You know, so that that's supposed yeah. to be the premise. But you know, Schwarzenegger like he's onto it now. He's he's realized that Dylan set them up. Um. So he's he's pissed yeah. at him. He doesn't trust him anymore. And he's like, you know, fuck it. You want to take this girl? You know, fine. You fall behind. You're on your own. We ain't waiting for you. We're getting the hell out of here because they've set up the ticking clock now that, you know, there's other gorillas out there who are who can be seen from aerial surveillance that they're closing in on them. So they've got to get moving. They got to get the hell out of there. Cause they're going to get ambushed. Yeah. They're trying to get to where their helicopter is going to come back and pick yeah, them up. They're, they're like, Hey, get, get us that, pick us up. Now we've, we've, we've done what you wanted us. And they're like, Oh, nope. Area's too hot. You got to yeah. like, hoof it across the valley to get the hell out of here. So, yeah. So, and, uh, it, 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 we should point out too, like at, at several points in the movie also, there have been, is some uh, some shots to where it's obviously we're looking from the predator's point of view yes. at them, and it's very high tech kind of kind of HUD. You know what I mean? Where like there's temperature. You know, the predator can only see like in, in thermal yeah, imaging right through his helmet. Like that's where we're to understand. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, all the people are they're they're lighting up. You know, bright red and yellow, and the 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 jungle canopy is very blue. So it's another a very visual fucking super super visual aspect of this movie where it just kind of set itself apart from other you know other things yes, at the time. I love this. I love this conceit and this idea cuz it yeah, it's never been done before, never thought about. It's like this is cool cuz you you saw it later in different movies, right? Like where yeah, where, where sure. it's like, "Oh, this is cool." But this is the movie that set that. And it's such an interesting thought of like, yeah, okay, you're talking about an alien creature, Okay, maybe he wouldn't see in the same spectrum of, of light that we have. Doesn't have the same number of rods yeah. and cones in their eyes, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, we, yeah. we learn is that, yeah, this is the way this creature sees things. And it would be the perfect way for a hunter to to hunt is yeah. 
whatever sure. environment he's in, he can see. You know, you can't hide from. Him. That's what I love about it. It's like it's it's so hard to hide from him unless you have a the kryptonite. We'll we'll get to later on in the film, but right, yeah, like it it was Who just knew? so cool yeah. because yeah, you would see that as you said, it would show up every once in a while. You'd see from the from the POV of the predator, see them trekking through there, but he doesn't take them out. He's it's like the predator is just slowly stalking them, seeing what they're about. But you're yeah. wondering what the hell he's waiting for, and then like, he's picking his yeah, moment, and then he sits back and decides, hey, "I'm going to watch these guys just beat the shit out of each other." You know, these two groups, and then yeah, and then maybe yeah, whoever comes out on top, I'll go hunt them down. So, I that's exactly what it does too, because as uh, uh, Billy somehow like he sees he catches a glimpse of the predator. And then, uh, and Anna, like in the in the confusion, flees. Like she, she she elbows Dylan, and she starts running away. And the one poor guy Hawkins, fucking goes to catch her. And as he does, like literally, like they don't even show the predator, right? No, it's they just, do. Uh, you'll you'll, you just you'll see, see him in his camouflage. Yeah, you just see the camouflage moving at him, and then a scream. And I, I think Anna then gets like the the very horror movie like blood splash on the face, like ready meaning. Is that what happens? Yeah, that's right? exactly what happens. Yeah. They, yeah. they run through there and yeah, the predator just comes right out of the jungle and just, I, I'm assuming he uses his blades just to swipe him and like all you hear is like, and runs off with yeah. him too. Cause like, and it's all in like a split yeah. second. Cause Picks like him the, up and drags the, the body rest of the away. team is on Anna in like a second and she is just terrified. She's not moving. She didn't try to run, but Hawkins is completely gone. Like they cannot find him. Yeah. They're, they're like, okay, yeah, go find him. And yeah, the character Poncho, like he's walking through and he's trying to find out where he went to. He's following the trail of blood. And then he sees just what I'm assuming is just some guts on, on the ground. Yeah. And he's like general viscera. Yeah. yeah. Just holy shit. He's like, where the fuck is it? And Schwarzenegger takes a look and he's like, where the hell's his body? You know, it's like, what's left of yeah. him. So they're like, yeah, you know, let's, let's fan out here, like backtrack a little. Let's, let's spread out and let's find him. Uh, but turns out they're not going to find him because the camera does a great shot. And once again, the music that goes along with it is just, you know, you're following the branches up the tree as, as you know, the crew is walking away and they're, they're going to search the grounds, but you are following up the tree. And then all of a sudden you see some blood dripping and all of a sudden the reveal of Hawkins body is just upside down, stripped naked and yep. just bleeding out. It's just, it's so mm -hmm. frightening because the, the way the music crescendos to it too, it's like, bump, bump, and then... Like the way like the way Hunter's here would like strip deer yeah. and shit. Like he was getting ready to be field dressed. And it, and, it should, and it tells you how badass that this this creature is because all you see him come out, you, you saw that he's invisible. Yeah, so we don't really have a sense of, of what it looks like yet, like what, it, what, what size it is. Like we know it's got to be fairly substantial in size, but we, we don't really have any good idea yet. But, as far but as now you do understand like. what his strength is. Like he can pull a grown man up the tree, yeah. hang him, and yep. just go about his day. Like, yeah, you, you understand you're dealing mm -hmm. with something pretty fierce here. Cause it's, and, and, and we go right from that to our next kill, like just like that. Instantly. Like the predator hits the gas, like running. And it's a big yeah. one. It's a major one too. It, it, you know, sorry, Governor Ventura, but old Blaine, uh, as he's wielding painless, is kind of looking around the jungle. And out of nowhere, uh, this is where we get the first kind of tracking, like the three lasers together. Right. Yeah. So th we don't get the three lasers showing up in this scene. So what you get is, but he gets wasted. He with does the, get with wasted the by gun, the plasma, right? yeah. the plasma gun that the predator uses. Yeah. Uh, and that's become an iconic weapon. But this was one thing I always had to go back to. Cause like when you see this Schwarzenegger turns around and he gets blasted by something and, you know, yeah. like rips off part of his ear. And, and for the longest time I thought, okay, that was just like the, the plasma shot missing him. 
Turns out it, it's yeah, not. Yeah, because it is no, not at what all. What it is is this was a a dart uh, weapon that the Predator used. It was supposed to be used in other scenes, um, but they never they never used it. So it's it's kind of like a tool that was out there that they just never they couldn't they didn't really cut it out of this scene, but they never explained what really? it is. Yeah, so it catches Schwarzenegger or, or God damn, it catches Ventura off guard, uh, Blaine, and then he turns around. He's kind of stunned, and then you see the plasma shot. Boom, and it just rips right through his chest. And man, is it vicious? Yeah, and he's just a puddle basically. Yeah, just yeah. like like you see the wound later. It's just like his chest yeah. is completely just melted away. But it, before that even happens, like you get Mac who runs up. He sees him get hit. And we, we should mention that Mac and Blaine are like old Vietnam buddies too. So they're... They're like best yeah. friends. Like they, they, they're the real two that are like really the closest yeah, out of the so group. So they, they, he's, Mac sees Blaine fall and he's like, holy shit. And he's the first one that gets tr- a true shot or a true look at what the predator is. Cause he sees the, the camouflaged character and he sees for some reason, the predator's eyes, I think it's supposed to be like the reflection of the sun or something, but they, yeah, flare, but they flare almost like Batman. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, basically Mac draws down on him with his M 60 machine gun and turns out he hits him a couple of times. Cause the, the predator's bleeding. He leaves some blood on the leaves. Bleeds green. Like, yeah, like a glow like, stick. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then, yeah, like all the others show up there, they see Mac is like blowing away the jungle and everybody just like shows up and they just level the fucking jungle <laughs> with shots. And yeah. Explosions. Cause Mac picks up painless yeah. and then like literally like it, everyone shows up, like the whole rest of the squad that's still standing shows up. Everyone's carrying a gigantic gun and they way lace to everything. And then they reload and they go back again. <laughs> Like, I don't know how much juggle they fell in this fucking scene, but it was a lot. This is, and I have to say, this is the most unrealistic part of this film is, is oh, like, dude, yeah, because like I said, that, that minigun, if that was real, he would have been, he would have expended all the rounds he could carry in about 10 seconds, if not less. Yeah. Because that thing shoots like, like 800, 900 rounds a second or a minute. You know, it's just, it's it incredibly fast, you know. Everyone's yelling the whole time they're shooting too, yeah. man. It's just so but it's, terrific. It's a fantastic oh my God. Scene. Like, it, it just so it is. iconic of they're just most it down and then it's utter destruction because it's literally just billows of smoke yeah. as and they're all just scaring around and, like what and do we do branches and, and and trunks of trees are just falling off yeah. you know and all of a sudden they they shoot it down they get done and everybody's like out of bullets and like i love the look on their Mac's face still holding down the trigger on painless yeah. like it, the 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 turret's still spinning yeah, and then you see his face and like they're just like they're just looking at it and they can't believe like the destruction that they've done and they're <laughs> right. like hey go check it out see what we killed and they come back and they're like, yeah, there's no blood, no bodies. We nothing. hit nothing. And they're just like, oh, shit. You yeah. Know, you know. Then you know everybody's kind of fucked at yeah, that point. Like, yeah. There's where you get that first ominous feeling of like, yeah, t- we've just lost two of our guys to something. We don't know what the, who hit them. And mm-hmm. now, like, we, we're beginning to believe, yeah, it's not the rebels who are hunting us down. Because right. they were, we, we, we would have hit else. them. They could, no way they could have run that away. And yep. yeah, that's, this is where... You said that this movie kind of was at 107 minutes, and this movie runs at a pretty brisk pace throughout this it film. It really does. And it's at this point where after Blaine is killed and we get the big shootout, Bit of a this pause. movie slows down. It, just, it pulls back, <laughs> which I, I I credit McTiernan for this. Like, you kind of have to do this. You cannot keep ramping this up because now you, you've turned this from an action film to essentially a horror film now where a horror film, you have to ratchet up the tension. Now, you know yeah. that there's a stalker mm-hmm. out there. It's Jason out there in the jungle, right? Like stalking these people. So yeah. 
That's a great. This is where McTiernan, like, he does a good job of starting to ratchet up, and we 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 start to get a little bit of plot development here, you know, and it's 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 loose, you know, it's not like coherent, tight writing here, but this is where they they're like, okay, we know we got to get the hell out of here, but we're we just lost two people in a matter of minutes. We need to make mm-hmm. a stand because there's going to be nobody left if we try to get to the chopper, which is you know four or five miles past the jungle. And that's such a terrifying part is that they're nowhere near where they have to be. So now they have to spend the night in the jungle with whatever stalking is. Yeah, because Schwarzenegger. Stalking all of them. And I guess I'm I'm getting ahead of myself because he doesn't realize that. But he's like, okay, it's getting dark. We need to set up a defensive position, right? So they they have Mm -hmm. all this tripwire and, you know, claymore mines and all this stuff set up, you know, so they can realize what they need to do the next day. And, you know, it's through the night that the predator shows up there and... But with a purpose too, because he he had to come back to claim his trophy because he didn't get he didn't get Blaine's body, so that's what he comes back to do. Yeah. He comes back he claims and claims uh, his trophy. And after like their uh, yeah, that's because there's a uh, the trip wires go off and uh, there's a bunch of explosion stuff and Mac is just on it like he tackles whatever it is and you see him tackle a big shadowy figure and he's just working over with his blade and, and and he finally kills it and you think you know maybe he might have gotten some justice for Blaine but then everyone else shows up, put a light on him and it's just a wild boar. And it was like, oh, there's Which a Which I thought was weird. But, you know, it, like, did, did the Predator send the boar to trip the stuff up and use that as a distraction? I, that's my belief is that he ushered it in. Yeah, that's the okay. way I look at yeah. it. The Predator's pretty smart then because, like, as it, sure. as we turn out, like, the Predator can see, like, wire, you know, trip wires, right? He can see the, the metal, the wires and the cables. Pretty intelligent. Yeah. Like, not not just, like, you know, uh, like, physically, like, you know, the superior, but also very, uh, very but he's, clever. Yeah, he's, he's smart enough, well. and he goes in there, he's not, and he doesn't go there, like you said, not with the purpose to kill anybody, but he, he just yep. goes there to to take his trophy, his kill. Yeah. Because, and just that's, that's what we're learning about that is, like, is that this scene is, is supposed to tell you is, like, like, we understand he strings Hawkins up, but yeah. now we now we understand. yeah because this is the scene where we actually see him prep everything yeah, right he he takes yeah he takes the body so we now we know he's like he's taken them and you know even the characters like I think it's Billy who says that he's like he's like he came back to get the body like a you know like a hunter coming back to get his trophy they they kind of explain yep. it um they're kind of reaching on that but that's okay like you you need that and then it's you know at the very end they're like at the, the morning the next day when they realize what's happening. That's when Schwarzenegger says, look, we just have to make a stand here. We got to kill whatever's trying to kill us because Billy says, hey, there's something out there hunting us and it ain't no man. Um, Yeah. And that's when Anna tells the story that uh, that where she grew up, they had heard stories about like they had similar experiences, basically, where there was another. It's implied there was another predator. Yeah. That like every so often when when the weather gets really, really hot, when the the hot season rolls around that they start yeah. finding the guerrilla soldiers like getting killed, Brutalized. skinned, yeah. you know, or, or she says much, much worse, you know? So much, yeah, much we're, worse. we're led yeah. to believe that. Yeah. Whatever this predator does, like he comes back there routinely to hunt people, you know, for, for yep. sport. And that's, that's what we yeah, get basically. to. And it, yep. it's fleshed out more as we get into the film, but this is, this is yeah. where, they decide to make their stand, and this is kind of where where the group kind of gets whittled down a little more because it's obvious, like the the big fight, like it, it, the final, like the survivor girl, basically of this is going to be Schwarzenegger yeah. at the end, like come a toe to toe with the predator. So as the team, like the next day uh, after they figure out, like the uh, 
is it Schwarzenegger Dutch that figures out that uh, the predator's using the trees? Yeah, he says that you know because they know that he's that, that it's being camouflaged somehow. I, it once again like this is like I think something was cut, like like they had to have seen oh. something, um, or maybe he's just going off what Billy said because every time that Anna would describe it, she would just say, "Hey, all I know is the jungle came alive and took Hawkins," right. and then and then. You know, Poncho's asking Billy, he's like, Billy, you know, something's up. And, you know, he's like, he's like, there's something he's like, I'm scared. And he's like, bullshit, man, you ain't scared of no man. And that's when Billy gives that that right. classic line of saying, you know, he's like, there's something out there, you know, killing us. And it ain't no man. Ain't and no even man. he says, he's like, mm. we're all going to die, you know. So yep. I think, you know, Schwarzenegger's the one who's supposed to be the calm, cool, collected guy. He's the leader. He's like, yeah, he's hunting us. We've got to make a stand. He's using the trees. We've got to outsmart him. So he said, and he also figures out, yeah, he got through our trip wires without getting, he got the body without setting off any of the trip wires. Yep. So we've got to figure out, we've got to go back to basics here. And that's when he says, we're going to use rope, you know, the yeah. trees, yeah. like he's going to use like all these old, like as, as Dylan, you know, Carl Weathers character says, boy scout bullshit. You know, yep, but it yeah, works. He, they're like, and this is the, this is the this is the scene that's so '80s. You know, it's that montage of these guys just you know getting to flex their muscles, pulling trees down with their muscles, and that's it. You know, and they're setting up these 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 elaborate traps with all these elaborate trip wires of of made with and nets and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah, it's, it's kind of which where'd they get the net? Like that's yeah, that's you know. I don't get. I don't know if they sewed it together. <laughs> I think that's implied that they were supposed to sew that thing together, but I never thought of that. Oh, they just made it. Yeah. They made that net that that yeah, morning. Cause, okay, because it's a pretty big net too. <laughs> it's it's huge. Yeah, but they yeah they set up a trap in a little enclave basically they said okay we set up trip wires mm-hmm. all the way around us for like 50 yards so the predator's not going to try to come through that because he's going to set it off he can see it so he's got to come through this little entrance where there's no trip wires it's just well there is trip wires but it's just basically like rope that he can't see you know stuff that would blend into the environment natural materials and you know they're waiting for him waiting for him wait for him and then this is where we get the iconic scene of you know Schwarzenegger going out there and he's going to use himself as bait, right? He starts walking out there slowly, slowly, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't know if you knew this too because like this this like image of Schwarzenegger it's so iconic it's on all the album or the the video artwork and all that stuff. But yeah, do you, do you remember the the Nintendo game Contra? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the artwork for that uh, for that one? Completely ripped off this this image. It took Schwarzenegger's head off, used his body, put the other character, one of the characters' image on there. It did it with a. I think the other character was modeled after Stallone from Rambo. But yeah, interesting, interesting, oh, interesting shit. little side note. If if you look yeah. up look up the artwork for that uh, video game, I'm looking at it yeah. right now. That is definitely Schwarzenegger's 100% body. Hundred percent, just a rip off. I don't. I never looked into it because I don't know if there was like legal legal st- stuff that happened with that, but. Just, just interesting side note, but anyway, and the other guy is definitely wearing a, a Rambo esque yes. kind of. Yeah, headband I, I think it's too. it's from Rambo too. Him holding the rocket launcher, except it's yeah, he's carrying something else. Oh my yeah. goodness! Good, good little bit of trivia there. But yeah, right, here's man. here's where they catch the predator because the predator obviously can't see the tripwire, sets it off right behind Schwarzenegger. I love the scene. I yeah. love the sound in this thing too, because you hear the the predator just panic, and he gives off this weird, like almost like a like a piggly yeah. squeal kind of thing. Like we yeah. didn't even talk about it. Like the predator's got this awesome clicking sound, like 
when he's hunting stuff, it's it's very hard to do. I just like it's like a like a rattling of your tongue. I don't know. Yeah, the, the yeah, it, they hit all the proper elements of this movie to really make it work. Yes. Like as far as like you know, considering how little of a budget this thing actually had, they really made this movie quite effectively. Yeah, I think yeah, for a fifteen to eighteen million dollar budget, they made yeah. this thing work because you know a shit ton of money had to go to Schwarzenegger for this thing too. <laughs> oh man, the Predator suit alone, man, how much did that thing oh, yeah. cost? And like, holy dude, shit. we didn't even talk about this. And I, I guess we can talk about it since you said brought the suit. <laughs> Uh, yeah. interesting interesting part about this film was originally the predator was supposed to be played by jean-claude van damme yeah yep. and if, if there's there's scenes out there there's there's stills out there of of him yep. running around in this really ridiculously looking suit and it was red it was red chroma key at, at, in a little bit yeah, too, right? yeah everything like yeah. like the predator like everything they shot for the predator like him doing the camouflage and everything all had to be done red you couldn't wear a green or a blue suit or anything like that because red, right? Because the jungle. Yeah, red was the like the nearest thing they could find that was a complete opposite to the jungle green, so it would show up mm. on the camera when the special effects were being added. So yeah, but yeah, it's there's a lot of good uh, stuff out there of of uh, uh, Van Damme actually in costume for this. They just turned out it's like the costume looked too ridiculous, you know. Van Damme is too well, short to play the role. <laughs> That's what yeah, because Van Damme is you know he's a Hollywood five nine, which means he's probably you know yes. Maybe a little, maybe a little shorter than that. I mean, Stallone's a Hollywood five nine. He's probably like five five. So what are you gonna do? What but, are you gonna uh, do is, but is everyone... they hire a guy called <laughs> Kevin Peter Hall, who's like seven feet tall, to do this thing. Seven oh, two. Okay. He uh, he played Harry and Harry and the Hendersons yes. for you know just for a little bit. So he he's a gigantic man. Like he he's huge. So it was a definite upgrade from Van Damme to to this guy too. And apparently Van Damme had some issues uh, being the Predator itself. Is a he. He didn't want to wear the suit. He thought maybe it should just be him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which makes it a vastly lamer oh, movie. Yes, I, you know I, that's, I mean? it would Man. not hold up today at all. Like just that little Belgian ball of muscles yeah. being the predator. And then, that and then him worked. going one on one against Schwarzenegger. I don't think so. Right? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Like there's just yeah you wouldn't buy it. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I love Van Damme movies, but man, it would it would have sunk the Predator. Yeah. There's no I th- way. I think it would not. I think worked. it was Stan Winston who designed the suit of the Predator. If I he think, did, if I remember correctly, yeah, correct. And if, yep. if you're not familiar with his work, look him up. Iconic. Yeah, just, You've seen his stuff oh, everywhere. Oh man, he yeah. he is probably one. He was one of the greatest film or, or special effects artists of all time. Like so much so, he opened his own school yeah. that still turns out you know FX artists yep. today. Like yeah. you know what I mean? The, the guy definitely knows he's, what he's doing. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't think he's with us anymore. I think he has passed away, but I think you're just correct. But iconic. I mean, all the all the old iconic horror movies like he did too, man. Like Friday the Thirteenth, The Thing, American Werewolf in London. Know, uh, I mean, just, just Monster just Squad. So yeah, so many. Like it, it's Jesus. hard to find stuff that he didn't work Jurassic on. Jurassic fucking Park, yeah. man. This yeah, guy. Just, and Ridiculous. what he did with this, with the Predator, and we'll, we'll get to it as we get to the end of this film. You get to see yeah. just. Oh, it's so beautiful what he does for this thing. So it's such an amazing look yeah. too, man. It's so, so good. original and so scary too. Yeah, so. it is very scary. We're getting ahead of ourselves here because yeah, because here's yeah. the part where yeah, the, as, we, as we said, we left off. This is where we lose uh, lose Mac and Dylan. Yeah, basically right? the rest of our cast has to get whittled down now because we're getting to the end of the film. We're up to yeah. the, we're getting to the third act here. The second act is all yep. about them just realizing what's happening. They're making their stand. And yeah, the predator gets 
he gets stuck in the net, but like he just starts firing off that plasma cannon in all directions. Mm-hmm. One hits it like a giant log, and it just takes Poncho out, crushes him. He's still alive, but he can barely move. But man, but he's definitely hurting because it's a big old tree that just wallops into him, fucking wily e. coyote and then, style. And he is just he's not yeah, in good shape then, after then that. Mac, like he just he's gone nuts because he's lost his best friend, so he's got revenge on his mind. He doesn't give a shit about what's going on. Yep. So he goes off chasing the predator. He sees it running off, and then they're like. You know, they're like, oh, we got to go get Mac. And then Dutch is like, okay, I'll go get him. And then this is where Dylan has his uh, redemption moment for fucking these guys over. Because he's the one who's responsible for getting him in the situation. He's like, I will go get him. You take off. Take the rest of the guys out of here. Get him out of here. And this is where, like, we get the... I I love this part. I love these two kills as it comes up here. Because they... Our characters still don't understand totally what they're dealing with. They don't understand that they can't hide from this thing, or at least they don't know how to hide from this thing. So Mac, right. like Mac just says, I'm going to crawl down, get him. And then Dylan's like, I'll run around the back, flush him towards you. And you just waste him. And they're like, yep. this can't fail. Right. Is a solid yeah. plan. Unfortunately, the predator sees in heat so he can see them approaching Sure and does. he basically just ambushes Mac, blows his head, like blows a hole through his head with the with the plasma gun. This is where we get the first the 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 laser sighting system that the Predator used, which I I absolutely love too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you know Mac dies, we get you know Carl Weathers. Like, this is his best death scene I've ever seen him. Maybe his only one I've really seen him do. Um, but it's it's so good the way like like Dylan goes out here because Dylan. He, he sees that Mac's been killed and then he hears, we didn't, we didn't talk about it, but the predator like records, uh, his prey basically. Yeah. So he's using that to, yeah. to get to, to lure his prey essentially. So he uses it like a duck call, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like it also like helps him to kind of like, not really to, to kind of assimilate, to maybe learn a bit yeah. of the language too, yeah, right? To understand yeah. his prey, I guess you could say. Because he, right. he does that, yeah. and because earlier in the scene he recorded Mac saying something to to Dylan, saying like "over here" or something like that. Turn around. Yeah, it says that, and yeah. then yeah, and you get this great shot of Mac looking through, or or Dylan looking through the jungle, trying to see who the hell it is, and then he sees that he sees that image that the predator up there in his camouflage. And he's like, yeah, Mac fully sees him. Like he sees the 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 light shimmer moving. Like he has this dude nailed. Yeah. Like he absolutely. Oh, and we didn't him. we didn't mention it. We actually get the first look of the predator without the camouflage when he busts out of the net. I forgot to bring that up because uh, that's where Max sees him. Because he he flies around, grabs onto a tree, looks around. The camouflage comes off oh, momentarily and, it, and then goes back yeah, on. Yeah, flakes off. Yeah, and so on. I yeah. So you did get a first kind of glimpse at it, and it was it was pretty cool. Like to see that with especially for the first time, you knew you're like, holy shit, that thing looks awesome. I want to see it's more. Big. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, going back to Dylan now, Dylan sees it and like, I love this. Dylan like can't get his rifle up fast enough. He tries to get it up and start shooting rounds because as he's bringing it up, it's all in slow motion. He's bringing up his rifle. The predator aims at him with the, uh, the triple triple laser sight and shoots one shot and just blows his arm off, which is just, I I feel like it's just to disarm him because he, I think he wants to get close to kill this guy. (laughs) Which yeah. I, I love because the next thing you see is Dylan's like writhing in pain. You see the arm is gone. It's great special effect. 
It's a great effect too, because like it's kind of it's kind of grizzly oh, a bit. Man. But as as the as his Carl Weathers giant arm falls to the ground, it's still holding the gun. It's, it's still, still shooting. shooting yeah, right? it's it's great. Yeah, and then you see Carl Weathers because he's carrying two of the of the uh, the MP5s. He, so yeah, he's right. with one arm. He's trying to get the other one off of him. He doesn't have another arm. So and he's trying to turn around. And at the same time, you see this great tracking shot of the predator running through the jungle at high speed. You see his blades come off as like a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And before he can even get the second gun up, the predator has got those blades into like Dylan's abdomen, lifting him off the ground and just a great scream of pain. It's just... Yeah. I, I love the scene. I love the death scene of this. It's a scene. very effective scene. <laughs> like, very and effective. You, and, like, the rest of the group, as they're trying to run away, they hear it, and they're like, yeah. okay, shit, we're screwed. Keep going, keep going. Everybody's and, dying. Everybody's dying. And so, like, and this is where uh, we're down to Dutch, Anna, Poncho, uh, Poncho and Billy. And yep. Billy. Yeah. And, and so, like, this is where Billy, like, he has enough. Like, he takes his last stand. Like, Billy is, he's done running. He's ready to face this thing head on. Uh, you know, and you think like, well, maybe Billy could stand a chance because he's he's well, arguably the toughest well, one of the yeah, group. He's tough, you know, like, and he's like, he's the one who know it has a, has the best idea of what they're dealing with, right? I, I think I yeah. think we're led to believe because you know he's supposed to be like Native America. He has Native American. He has like a medicine bag around his neck, you know, all this stuff that he's like, yeah, we're fighting a demon. He's tapped yeah, in. This is yeah. something beyond what we know, and I am going to go one on one with it, and and you know, meet my destiny. I'm I'm going to beat it. Yeah. And yep. nobody can do it because Schwarzenegger's trying to talk him off the ledge and say, come on, let's keep going. And he's like, I'm not listening to you. And I do love it because yep. he like, he takes off all his gear, throws his M16 away, takes off. His and jacket. you see right there, like Billy was actually like, he did have this thing red cold. Like he knew right away, like what kind of a fight this thing wanted, like in what, it, what in his eyes would have made it yes. fair. Like he knew all this stuff, like right and away. He, yeah. And he wanted to prove like, you know, he, I'm a tough guy. I'll go one on one. I'm going to use my giant blade that I've been carrying around with me, and it's and even so <laughs> even so tough that like he takes that blade and cuts himself across his chest. Yeah, and man. I don't know. I think it's like he's like offering up to the gods or something. My blood. I think he's he's just trying to show how yeah. tough he is to the predator. And maybe I don't like know. you just get this nice shot of you know him standing there with that blade, and then the tracking shot of predator vision. We'll call it. You know, we yeah. know the predator's kind of up and stalking on him, and then all you hear is like his his scream in, in pain as he's dying. Yeah. And you know everybody thinks they're fucked at this point because they're like, Yeah, this guy is just whatever this is, they're just it's Mother going through him like nothing. Yeah. In seconds. Yeah, in literal seconds he's playing through. So now it's Schwarzenegger's time to peel off. He makes Anna and Pancho run. And well, then, no, no, because uh, they're they're standing there and Pancho gets taken out by the by the plasma that's what shot. It is. Through the yeah. neck, I mean, just viciously, and like he, just like that, he's That's taken right. out. Poor Poncho. And yeah. this is where Anna tries to pick up the gun, and Schwarzenegger somehow knows because he called it out earlier in the film. He's like, he's like, it didn't try to kill her because he was she's not armed. So he's like, he yeah. he's not hunting things that can't fight back. Right? There's no sport in it. Yep. There's no sport. Yeah. So essentially, it's all about you know he kicks the gun away. He he shoots at the predator. Get to the trap. Yeah, and, and like that's the when he most hits iconic. The the iconic. And apparently, line. this is like this is Schwarzenegger's like favorite line from any movie he's ever done. More than <laughs> "I'll be back" is like, yeah, run, get to the chopper. You know, this it's is the so one. iconic. And yeah, this is where he's got to basically go off because the the 
Predator shoots the one another plasma shot right at uh, Schwarzenegger, hits him in the rifle. The rifle just explodes. Flips him a bit. And yeah. then he's just he's left with no weapons. He's gonna take off, and he just sliding down this this muddy hill on the side of the jungle. And this might be my favorite work of the cinematographer of this film is this shot, this stunt of Schwarzenegger sliding off. <laughs> even when he's doing it, he's like, oh shit, you know? And yeah. he, it's, I don't know who the stunt, the, the who was Arnold's stunt uh, double in this thing, but he did an amazing I'm going to guess it was uh, Sven Olsen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did a Isn't lot of work with him. he the guy who always dubbed yeah. him? Yeah. yeah, Running Man, everything. Yeah, he was always in that. Every, yeah, everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah, he's in every goddamn yes, Schwarzenegger but it's movie, so yeah. fast. Like this shot of him like being dropped off this waterfall Right. I mean, this thing, like, I am impressed that the guy still lived because it was an actual real man doing this stunt. Yeah. Into the water. I had seen that actually in an earlier movie uh, a couple years. Like, it came out a couple really? years before. Do you remember the movie Romancing the yes. Stone with uh, Kathleen yes, Turner and Michael Douglas? Th- th- this, th- that scene's almost exact where they're sliding through the jungle and then they fall into a big, uh, that big kind of mud bog yes, in the bottom. Remember? You're right. Yes. Yeah. Man. Okay. Another jungle shot, yeah. But it, it kind of reminded me of that. I was like, oh, it's just like yeah. This this thing's like amped there. up like twenty times. Yeah, but it's a way bigger yes. fall. <laughs> I'll give the I'll give Spinel Thorson that one. It's a way bigger fall. He took into this uh, whatever kind of body of water they found <laughs> for him to go trouncing oh, in. Oh man, and it's so yeah, it's a gorgeous shot because it's like these rapids where yeah. Schwarzenegger like he's just getting tossed around like a like a rag doll in this in these rapids, and then finally yeah, like fucking swimming a, up. He finds this embankment, just swimming up. He's like, okay, god damn, I'm safe. I got away from the Predator. And like not two seconds later, as he's crawling up through the mud, like right behind him, boom, something jumps into the water. And you're just like, holy shit. Like this Predator wastes no time. Like he he can travel through the jungle like it's nothing. Yeah. And, yeah. And then, you know, and Schwarzenegger knows he's like, he's fucked at this point. Cause he's, he's reaching to his pocket. Like his pistol's gone. He's got like, he, he doesn't have his knife on him. He's like, where the fuck am I going to do? So all he does, he just crawls through the mud, gets up into the, uh, into the brush as good as he the can. System of the tree. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, well, this is it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> he's there just waiting for and death. And here's where yeah. you get a, the first time, you know, our first full on shot of the predator coming up out of the water his camouflage is is not working just right because he's in the water, so it's it's kind of malfunctioning. Yeah, it's frozen. But he turns it off, and he's just looking around, and he he can't see Schwarzenegger. Like you're you're like, okay, what the fuck's going on? And essentially, basically, he gives up because he can't. He doesn't know where the hell Schwarzenegger went. He knows he like tracked him this far. So I'm I'm assuming that the predator thinks that maybe he drowned in the water and he never got to the shore. Well, his uh, his uh, his heat vision was kind of messing up, and like it were to understand that because of the mud that Schwarzenegger was covered in, uh, that was blocking yeah, his heat the shield. Which reality, I don't yeah. think that would work because wouldn't his eyes and his mouth, you know, still be giving I would off? Think and, so. he, and his breath would have to be giving off some some sort yeah, of heat. I, yeah, but again, very valid because point. It's an action film, and, we, and we've given this movie a lot of like passes already on some of the other bullshit. Like right. you give it, but I like this conceit that there's. This this predator like like Superman right there there's weaknesses that are found out and says okay I found a way that I can almost even the odds now and maybe figure a way out of this mess 
Yeah. So here, here's kind of not a confusing part, but a, a little bit is that uh, the predator has been on this group since like jump, yes. like that he. This is the final scene. Like he's taking everybody out. That's it. End of fucking story. Uh, but after Dutch uh, has the mud incident, like the Predator just kind of leaves for a few hours. Yeah, I think I I, I want right. to say is that the Predator honestly believes that Schwarzenegger must have drowned and just and is dead. So right. there's no no point on trying to keep tracking him, right? He's gone. Right. And so he's like, okay. you know what? I'm done. I'm gonna go back there and you know clean up my trophies. You know, do all that kind of stuff. He right. collects Billy's body, I think, at this point, and we re. Yep, this is he where, he, where we find out that, yeah, he's collecting skulls as trophies. His, his yeah, because he does, like, the whole whole ceremony, yeah, of it, right? Like, like, strips it and all that? Yeah. yeah. And we, we didn't even talk about the scene where he's, where he's like, going around and, like, he's fixing his own injuries and stuff like that. Um, yeah, he's got, like, a whole, like, first aid yeah, kit. Yeah, because I take it back. We, we did get a good shot before even the net scene of the Predator. So, yeah, I completely forgot about that's where we first really get a good shot of the Predator. But so far, like we haven't seen its face yet. Like he's well, still seen had the mask. His, uh, you his see the mask, on. yeah, and you yeah, assume the that mask. that, yeah, that we is haven't what seen, he like, is. The actual like face, yeah. So uh, as the predator fucks off, he's taking care of his trophies. Dutch starts setting up like a a whole maze of just kind of a wily coyote Sets level. Up like it's Home like, Alone, man. Like Home Alone before Home Alone yeah. was a thing. Like right, <laughs> or when that when the Ewoks fucking took there Endor go. back from the yeah, Empire. Yeah, he goes back and using these, you know, this old style way of of trapping. You know, against yeah. technology. It's like, you know, we're no longer using it. It's, I, I love that. He sharpens I, I like sticks, that parable like, you know, that you're yeah. using there because this was also, you know, the, it is the parable that uh, Lucas did use in, in his uh, idea for the Ewoks, you know, because he used the parable of America in Vietnam, right? The Vietnamese, yeah. the Viet Cong were there and they were basically technologically inept they could not compete with the america's technology so what they do they went back to the old school way of doing things they'd set up punji punji sticks and all these different traps that would hurt things and 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 kill you and it was very hard to detect so that's what he did with the ewoks against the almighty technological empire and that's what schwarzenegger's doing here i'm not going to rely on my machine gun my you know all this other stuff that i have with the grenades all this stuff I'm going to simply use what I have at hand. I'm going to use the gunpowder that I can use to start fires. I'm going to make spears. I'm going to make bow and arrows, you know, and yeah, traps. He, he makes some very Rambo kind of uh, yes, explosive arrows. I love, I love yeah. what he does here. He's like, I'm going to get medieval. I figured out that this predator can't see me. I can't see it either. So I've got to figure out a way around that. Number one, I've got to figure out a way that I can yep. see him. And then I, then all of a sudden the odds are in my favor. You know, it's no longer the, 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 you know, the odds are even if I can bring him into the open, he can't see me and then I can win. So it's, it's a great plan that he has. I love the way it's written out and he sets it up after he does that. He, he creates all the plans, creates this giant bonfire and then does this amazing roar. I, I wonder, I wonder if it was Arnold really doing that roar. Cause it's, it's pretty incredible. Oh, uh, like the, the creature roar. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, uh, I really wish like I could find out what kind of animal they sampled or whatever they did. I do know that uh, for a later scene coming up, I do know who provided the voice really? for the predator coming up. Yeah. But I have no idea like what, what kind of animals they sampled for that. But I would love yeah. to know if anybody does know, fucking uh, reach out to us. Yeah, I love us that, I, that roar that he gives like, Oh, like that. And like, it's so loud. Cause it's very fitting. Cause it doesn't sound like a, it, it obviously it's something that did, you know, 
is, is a sound that's on earth but it's nothing i had ever but it's, heard but before. it's very you know it, I mean? it fits with the with the moment it's very primal it's yeah it's like mm-hmm. i am like i've done all this now i've i've done everything i can do i am calling you out now come get me like you're either gonna kill me or i'm gonna kill you this is it this is the final face-off yeah and it gets the attention of the predator because the predator hears that and he's like takes his i love it he takes his laser and he's like like i assume he's sharpening his blades and like all right i'm coming to get him and yep schwarzenegger he's covered himself in mud again and he's just like standing by just waiting there as like schwarzenegger now is the predator of this film like he's waiting for his prey to show up to ambush it so yeah i, I like what the theme they've done with that is like this is because they, they played with this theme throughout this whole thing where everybody is a predator all the people in this thing are a predator it's just people who's chasing who and now we're down to the final two predators, right? It's it's who is the alpha dog here, right? And it, boy, it, I, lo- I love the final scene of this. It just it's so good because <laughs> we get essentially the predator does show up. He's crawling through the uh, through the trees, and even so much that like the predator crawls across Schwarzenegger, right? Is that, am I to understand that correctly? Crawls right over top of him. Like his mud camo is so effective. Dutch is laying on top of a tree waiting for an obvious ambush point. He set up Well, the predator being the predator doesn't go to the obvious ambush spot. He starts crawling yeah, he's around. Taking, he's looking he, around. He, yeah. He crawls right over the top of Dutch. Like Dutch doesn't expect it. His eyes get huge. Cause he's like, Oh my God, I'm fucked. Uh, and then he manages to uh, shoot off one of his bomb arrows. And he goes and this is how away. he how he, how uh, he turns. I mean, I don't know if he does it intentionally, but he deactivates the camouflage. Kind of yeah. He sure does, yeah. Because as he's running away from the Predator, Predator's going nuts to shoot his cannon everywhere. It, it fucks up uh, one of Dutch his gauntlets. Ends up back in yeah, the water. his control gauntlets that the Predator has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dutch ends up back in the water. And as he comes out, wouldn't you know, like, what does water do to mud? It washes it away. <laughs> So guess who can see him just Yeah, fine. and that's, that's where the odds all of a sudden are back to even now. And, th- and yep. this is what I like about it because it's it sets up the final scene, right? The Predator mm-hmm. can can waste him at any time he wants to. The Predator knows this thing. With all his technology, yeah, for sure. With easy. all the technology and just his yep. size, his strength. He The Predator knows mm-hmm. that he's bigger than that. But he also, like, I love the way he picks up Schwarzenegger. He's got a good foot and a half on the guy. Picks him up oh, with yeah. one arm, but he's like looking at him. He turns his head. He's looking at his skull through the heat vision. Sizing him up. And he's up. like, this, yeah. he's like, he's like, yeah, this is the one person who's taken me to the brink. He's hurt me. He's, he's taken away my camouflage. He's, he's an adequate, you know, he, he's not going to beat me. This is what the predator's saying. He's not going to beat me, but man, I'm going to give this guy a shot and I'm going to savor this kill. The predator, the oh, predator sure. has like he's arrogant. He knows that he's gonna probably beat him, but he's gonna say, "Okay, you wanted the fight. You've called down the thunder. Here you go." He takes off his plasma <laughs> cannon, you know, takes off all his other weapons except his his wrist gauntlets, yeah. and then and this is where we get the great reveal because he's like, "I'm gonna take off my mask, so you can see who the hell you're dealing with." I don't know if it's like an intimidation thing or something because if it is, it's a great play. It's gotta be. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Takes takes off that mask and then we get another great line from Schwarzenegger you are one ugly motherfucker yeah because the predator's face like it's very alien oh. but it's also like there's something very like ethereal about it like it kind of looks like it could be like a mix of a fiddler crab with oh, like a, with a giant man and there's just different components I like, like how you bring up just crab reptilian because shit you hear those mandibles with the big claws going and they just click you know that's the clicking sound and it's yeah. just so scary and just oh it's just it's 
it oh is. boy, it's just so frightening. And he's got those giant dreadlocks. It's just, it's it's yep. something else. And then he lets out a big old roar. And and when when the predator puts out his arm span when he gives the roar, you really get a full appreciation of just how uh, big. Like tall, massive. like Kevin Peter Hall yeah, Kevin was. Peter Hall, when he puts his arms he is, out, and he's it squatting. fills the entire screen. Yeah, it's ridiculous how intimidating and he And he's looked. still taller than Schwarzenegger when he's doing it, which is oh, so yeah. crazy. He's hunched over. He's still bigger than Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And Schwarzenegger's like, all right, let's go for it. And the first thing he does, picks up a log, tries to hit him, and just the log disintegrates. And the Predator's like, what else you got? And you know, he even right. knows he's like, big mistake. And... <laughs> And then Schwarzenegger like falls off and, and pops him. Like he thinks he gives him a good shot, and the predator basically just kind of shrugs. And it then off, punches right? him back. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, right. And that's, that's how you know. Like there is a a level of hubris here with the predator. The predator is completely going through this thing, knowing he's like this. There's nothing on this planet that's going to beat me. We've we've been for coming sure. here for for centuries, as it turns out. But we'll we can talk about that some other time. Um, <laughs> but there's there's really like nobody takes them to the brink. Nobody can do this with all their technology. They can't compete. So he's like, yeah, nice shot, asshole. And then he punches him and keeps like just beating the shit out of uh, Schwarzenegger until like basically Schwarzenegger is crawling across the jungle floor, trying to get yeah, away. So he gets to the one spot where we saw Schwarzenegger earlier making a bunch of spears because he was setting up this nice trap that if you walk under walk yep. under these these spikes that are are hidden, you will walk under her, you will trip the the trip wire, get pulled up and get impaled on the spikes. So Schwarzenegger's last you know chance to survive is I'm gonna crawl over that trip wire. He does a nice job of crawling right over that trip wire. I don't know how he does that without setting the thing off. But yeah, he's very he, good. He crawls across it and says. All right, come and get me, because he knows that the predator can't see this stuff, right? We've, we've proven that earlier, so he's like, "Come yep. and get me, finish me off. I'm right here." I'm and here. then the predator, yeah. just as he's about to do it, because he's got his blades out, he like he taps his head on one of the bullet on the the spikes, and he's like, "Ah, nice try, asshole." Which I, I love, I love about because yeah, he looks around and like two seconds sees every part of the trap. He's like, "Yeah, okay. like like his, like he doesn't have to speak, but just through his body language and his facial expression, like you you yeah. read that from the predator saying, "Yeah, uh, yeah, I see what you're doing here. I'm not gonna fall for it." Gets up, Schwarzenegger at this point, Dutch knows he's like, "Okay, I'm dealing with something that's even smarter than what I what I gave it credit for." Schwarzenegger's face during this scene does sell it too because he looks just so and exhausted. he's dejected. His, he realizes his face is like Aw. he realizes like this is it. I've 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 I played my last card. I've I've yep, nothing. He's trumped me. And it, but it just so happens that while the predator's standing there over him, ready to give him the death blow, Schwarzenegger looks up and realizes, oh, the counterweight to this trap is right over him. Yeah. And he's like, quick thinking, boom, sets the trap off. The counterweight comes down, crushes the predator right on top of the head, and it's it's really cool because I, I, it's the one thing that the predator could not see as a danger to him. He just. And it's a pretty effective scene too, because whatever they hit, whatever they drop that tree on, crumpled like a heap. Oh man! But the predator's still alive. <laughs> like, yeah, mortally wounded, but that still thing is alive, still yeah. like pulling the goddamn log off of him and shit. And you know, like Schwarzenegger's there, like he, like, like in true horror film fashion, like your hero has has killed the villain, right? And they're just like, oh, mm-hmm. finally, and a like breather. Michael Myers, almost he fucking sits yeah, up. and it's like all of a sudden he hears that thing, and Schwarzenegger's like, God damn it, I got to get up, picks up this big heavy rock, and is gonna go crush the yeah. predator. And then he sees the predator, like, yeah, he's he's not gonna do anything else. He's he's mortally wounded. 
So, yeah, he's coughing up his green yeah. blood like he's he's he done. Throws, yeah. He throws the rock away, and but the predator at this point is like, nope, I'm gonna go wrath a con on you and. Yeah, Schwarzenegger's like he's kind of studying him over. Uh, yeah, he's trying. And, that, and that's when he goes, "Wait, what the hell are you?" And then the uh, the predator, like in, in its actual predator voice, goes, "What the hell are you?" Yeah, like, just just thing. he's repeating back, you know, to Schwarzenegger what he yeah. hears. As as I watch, I think yeah. it's fair. They set this up through the film. The predator just listens to things and and repeats it back. But then, yeah, the, like I said, the predator's like, "Well, yeah, I'm I'm gonna set off." you know, the doomsday device. Cause you're, you're done. Like you, you think you had the last laugh. Uh, uh-uh. you're done. Yeah. And yeah. Sets off the a little timer on his gauntlet and then does like the Billy laugh as he's, uh, as Schwarzenegger realizes like yeah. Hawkins told one joke to Billy that really got him to laugh. And Sonny Landham has like a very recognizable, a big booming, booming laugh, laugh yeah. like the predator, uh, you know, took a sound bite of. So as he, as he sets off his explosion, you know, we hear Billy's big booming laugh come in and it's, but it actually looks like it's coming out of the predator's mouth. Like yeah, his, this I, it's his whole confusing. face is moving like it's actually laughing. I can't yeah. tell if, yeah, if it was the recording being played back or if it was through. Because yeah, his mouth is moving, so it's one of right. those things they don't explain. You're kind of like, well, I guess I just got to go with it. Yeah, but this is where this is the this is the part that does of all the things that can really stretch credibility here. This is the one part that I have a problem with is this giant the nuclear bomb. Yeah, going like off. I'll give it some credit and I'll say, okay, it's not going to be a nuclear bomb, right? It's not going to be the radiation that kills him. It's going to be a non-nuclear device, but this thing is a massive explosion. That yeah. like, as we we realize it, it at the next movie it actually teaches us like it's like destroyed like twelve city blocks or something. There's no yeah. way that uh, Schwarzenegger could have run that fast away from it. But Schwarzenegger runs. Not in the yeah. jungle. He dives over this right. log. I guess he, we're supposed to believe he was shielded from the blast. And yeah. he gets away. And then we, right away after that, we cut away to the uh, helicopter flying towards, you know, they're they're caught up in the explosion a little bit too. There's fires going off in the helicopter. And this is where we get an actual Kevin Peter Hall cameo. He's the helicopter pilot that... Uh, is yeah. he really? Yeah, oh, that's why. Yeah. Look, if you go back and just watch it, look how big he is sitting in that goddamn pilot seat. Damn <laughs> yeah. it! Excellent yeah. point. But he gets a little cameo there without the makeup, so so he's there and he that's and he, cool. he sees the explosion and they're all like, "Oh my god!" You know, because it turns out that Anna was able to was able to run and get to the chopper. She met up with them, and she led him back to where Schwarzenegger was supposed to be at, and. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, as they're coming down near this explosion, they see just this great shot of Schwarzenegger just standing out there, completely covered in ash and mud and just, just, is just. I feel like he should have been smoking a cigar. You almost feel like Like, it. Yeah. Chomping on it. Like, like Wolverine, (laughs) man. Just, if he had one on him, he probably would have, you know, his victory, his victory dance. Right. Yeah. We get that. And then as we're leaving the, the scene here, you know, Schwarzenegger's picked up, we see the chopper going off and it's just, the way this film ends is really weird. It's just this sad, solemn music. Dun, 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 yeah, dun. well, it's like... <laughs> like over it's, the credits. It's, like, before yeah. that, you get this... Bah, 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 where it's just... You know, it's like... You, yeah. You, you cut, you're cutting to Schwarzenegger, and he's just standing there just in shock. And Anna and the general, they're all just kind of looking at him like, my God, what happened to this guy? The, the, those kind of soft horns were playing when Mac was reminiscing yes. about uh, about Blaine, talking about all the things yeah. they did. Like, you know... Exactly. Think, yeah, it's it was a very emotional kind of note. And I then, think. and then, <laughs> and then as, the, as, the, as we cut away and the helicopter's going away, it's like, it goes right to the bump, which I yeah. love. And then it goes right into the credits. And then you get the most, like... 
80s thing out of this film is like these end credits like it it, it came right off of like or even 70s like like chips or or like the a-team where you know the characters are being introduced and they're all like smiling and thumbs up to the yeah, camera and right. stuff yeah. like that it's all it's it was very yeah, 80s it's very strange it doesn't it doesn't totally fit but like why is everybody smiling yeah, so much like they're breaking this. the fourth wall looking at the camera and like you know the one where I think the best one is Carl Weathers. Like he's catching the gun and then he's like, like literally I almost feel like he gives a thumbs up to the camera, but yeah, but kind of feels like, I I think it's just like, Hey, yeah, this is our, you know, we end up, we end on uh, our character getting the shit beat out of him. Let's give everybody one last like swan song, happy moment, you know? Right. And this is it. That's it. Yeah. It's so, yeah, I guess we can get into our final thoughts of this film. Like, like I, I love this film. I, I said I've seen this movie. I, I can't even count how many times I've seen this film. I oh, I can yeah, quote same. this film. Um, there, there's so many good things about this film. It, like I said, it's beautifully shot. I love the Sylvester score. Um, like I said, the lack of acting that's in this thing because nobody in this thing is like a real true thespian, but. That's but, fair. but they're there not for that read. They're not there because they're they're supposed to be pulling off one, you know, these great lines of dialogue. They're there because they're action stars. They are there to show yep. off the muscles, and god damn it, they do in this film. They show off they the do. guns. I mean, Schwarzenegger carrying that M16 just one-handed and just flexing that bicep. It's just I I love it. It this is the quintessential Schwarzenegger film. When I think of Schwarzenegger films, this is the film that I think of first. So yeah, same. I I don't know who out there who hasn't seen this film, but if you haven't seen this film, you need to see this film because it's really good. If you've seen the other Predator films and you haven't seen the where it started, you're doing yourself a disservice because this is far and away the best Predator film that's out there. I've I I think I've seen some. I know I haven't seen all the Predator films. <clears throat> but most of them are it's the best predator film with the t- with the word predator in the title yes. I, I i think prey uh is damn prey good. i will give it yeah that is probably the second Amazing. best one out there yeah for what it is and i it's really i good. like it and you know why it works because it takes what what works in this film and went with it it's set forth in a green jungle-like atmosphere it's very primal it's very mm-hmm. that's what makes it work the rest of the movies are out there. It's all about showcasing the technology, the predator and all this stuff. And it's just kind of lame. I, I don't go with it. Um, so yeah, if you haven't seen it, check not, this not movie the second out. one so much or yeah, the second predator one versus alien. Second one is yeah. fun to watch. If you're looking for a really terrible film to watch and make fun of, uh, because right. it's got, you know, it's Danny Glover, Bill Paxton, uh, uh, Maria, yeah. Gachita Alonso. So it's, it's worth that. But other than that, yeah, if you haven't Gary Busey. Oh, Gary Busey. How can you forget about that? Yeah. So yeah, this is this is one that I love. It goes back to my childhood. Um, yeah, I don't know what 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 are your thoughts on it? Oh, it's iconic, man. You, like you said, like if I think Schwarzenegger movies, like this one, it, it, it's usually one of the first ones that pops into my head, hands down. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, yeah, and 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 that's like so much. Like I watch it like a, probably a couple times a year, and it it's always still okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is one that I do the same thing. Would I see it on streaming? I'm like, yeah, I'll put it on, because right. like I said, it goes at a at a really quick clip. You're and it's a fast movie, yeah. and 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 you're you just want to kind of sit down and just kind of watch it and enjoy it. It's it's fun. It's yep. it is. I would say the quintessential '80s film 
you know, it's really one that just defines that decade. Yeah, I'm with you there. It's fucking terrific. So good. Yeah. So watch it if you haven't but seen it. Yeah, and uh, be sure to let us know what you think about it too. Oh yeah, curious. always want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, because there's, I yeah, guarantee, sure. there's stuff that we've talked about here that we where we didn't talk about that you know you can bring up with us because I would love to 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 hear other people's thoughts on that. It's, it's so much fun to just absolutely. Do yeah, and as far as what we're gonna watch next, uh, we're not really sure just yet, unless you have any suggestions. Yeah, we always like to keep it in the bag a little bit and and uh, and see what's out there. But there's. You know, this was our nod to uh, Carl Weathers on this one. And uh, we're going to get back to some other terrible films, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a bunch on there. I, I don't know if you've seen streaming. Like, speaking of, uh, of Stan Winston, Leviathan just showed back up. Oh, my too, God. He did Peter Weller. Peter Weller, yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's one I haven't heard of in a long time. <laughs> it, it, it was one of those things, like, we think you might like. I was like, God damn it. All right. Ooh. But that's a that's a problem with those algorithms, man. They 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 I know. they're like you know what kind of trash you might like this piece of right. shit. Here. How about Leviathan? It's like oh, all right, I guess. That's, but I mean, yeah, fuck. Dude, that's that that was like that time when like Abyss came out. It was like all those movies like tried to copy each other and do a deep yep. sea film. It was like that deep deep space deep deep star deep star six. Or, yes, thank you. Yeah, with Sam Neill and then yeah, that's Leviathan. Right. Yes, it was like all those films came out together and they were just. But I will say, Leviathan did have a better cast. I mean, you know, Peter Weller aside, I mean, it does have Ernie Hudson, Daniel Stern, you know what I mean, Amanda Pays. Like, there's there's some pretty, uh, there's a lot of faces you'll recognize. Yeah, these are these are actors and who actually worked, so. The, the monster the monster effects itself are, you know, they're they're good. Yeah. And the director, too, uh, this is uh, one of your favorites, Brian, George B. Cosmatos. I do like him. He, he, he gave yeah. us Rambo, so. Rambo first blood part. Uh, yeah. Part two, Cobra. Yep. Like there's, we, we've he's got he's got a couple. We've good discussed ones right there. his films in the past. So. Tombstone as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, geez. I guess I, I guess that one's on the list now, isn't it? Leviathan. It's a possibility. It's a strong possibility we get <laughs> you, to Leviathan next. You I'm really, sure. you really enjoy torturing me, don't you? <laughs> I mean, you, you throw whatever suggestion. That's just the, the first one that <laughs> no, popped up. It, I'm man. like, we could watch that. Yeah, because no, I've 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 put out there some real stinkers too. So. <laughs> But that's what that's good. what we do on this show, though, because that, that's one thing that makes this show really a lot of fun. It's just pulling out some of the crap that's out there. We'll do some good yeah. ones every once in a while, but yeah, every once in a while, you just gotta you just gotta dig your hand into the bag and see what DVD comes out of that bin, right? And just say, oh yeah, yeah let's discuss this one. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, maybe that's what we should do next: is focus on our personal collections because I'm sure there's some real treasure in there. I'm for that. Let's do that. I think do a DVD I think pull. We'll, we'll do a DVD pull and. Tune in next week, and we're going to mm-hmm. announce what we're going to be or we're going to be doing because I think it's going to be, it's going to be something whatever we pick. Because yeah, <laughs> we'll also uh, we'll also give you a full breakdown of all the uh, the trailers that are that are dropping pretty soon for uh, right. you know, the big movies of twenty twenty four. Super so Bowl is, is upon stuff. us. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me that Deadpool Wolverine trailer. We'll be fine. Yeah, it's either going to be good or bad, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, it better be good. It's going to be good. I'm choosing to believe it's going to be good. You hope. Yeah, it's Deadpool. I do. Deadpool I hasn't really do let me down yet. So. Not yet. I think we're okay if I can touch with. Well, actually, I take that back. The last time Deadpool really let me down was when he was teamed up with Wolverines. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that really that's terrible nice. Wolverine film. Yeah, that was fucking okay. We'll ignore yeah, that. That's that, fine. It's, it, it's not canon. It doesn't really. Yeah, it's not right. Yeah, it doesn't really. All right, buddy. Uh, but this has been a lot of fun. Like I said earlier, you can find us on our home web at adamsnurse.com. It is A-D-A-M-S-nurse.com. 
We're going to get out of here. We have, actually do have a ton of shit to watch. On behalf of Brian and Mary, we'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Can you dig it?